0: Hey Boo, it's Queen and I know you have not heard from me for a long time. If you're on a regular podcast feed, patrons who are listening to this because I'm releasing this on both feeds. Hey Boo, I know you hear from me podcast form every month, so this ain't nothing new. I decided to come on a feed to have a conversation with the podcast family of Mix Vixen and also the Patreon family of Mix Vixen. Because I have decided to make some changes Just to make my life easier And make it so that everything I want to do is achievable I do not like working crazy hard And changes had to be made so that I don't do that If you haven't noticed I have been doing a lot on YouTube this year And I really, I like it I really, really like it And actually, you know what? Let me rewind and start with what the Mix Vixen journey has been for me up until now. And then I will probably give you more insight and and form while I'm making a decision that I'm about to. Well, I've already made it. I made a decision like last month. And I've been meaning to record this for the longest, but I didn't feel like it or whatever. So I'm recording it now. But Mix Vixen started for me 10 years ago because I wanted to have a digital magazine, because I've always. Wanted to have a magazine and blogging was the shit and all of that. So I started out blogging, writing, magazine, whatever you want to call it. And I enjoyed it, but it never quite became like this popular powerhouse that I aspired for it to be. And in that process, I learned other mediums of doing this media thing and teamed up with my best friend Janicia and we created Tea with Queen and Jay together which is a lovely podcast that I'm sure most of you know me from and it's been great and I love it and we'll continue to do that like there's no I feel like infinite like we'll continue to do that and we have been on a break for I would say almost a year now close to a year no it's less than a year, but. The longest we have ever been on a break from Tea with Queen and Jay. And within this break, it's just revealed a lot to me about what I want to do as a media person, talking head, content creator, all of this, you know, whatever, cultural critic, whatever the fuck y'all call people like me, what this path is for me. I have been doing Tea with Queen and Jay. We have eight years of podcasting there, and I've learned so much. And that process, me and Janicia are like completely different content creators now than we were eight years ago, which is obvious. Um, and I love it, and I'm always going to do that. And as you know, Meg's Vixen also has a podcast. And the reason why I started the Mix Vixen podcast is because I still wanted to keep Mix Vixen alive within the process of doing Tea with Queen and Jay. I neglected Mixed Vixen a lot because it just wasn't time. Podcasting takes a lot of work. I don't think people get that or understand that, but it does. So I didn't really have time for Mix Vixen. It was just like to sit down and write something was really difficult. And then also because I was saying so much in a podcast, I will often feel like I didn't have anything to write about. So the only time I would have some, only time I would really write something is if we were on a break. Um, and if you've been following Ms. Vixen for a long time, you would notice the inconsistency of my writing and things like that. It's just, it is really difficult to sit down and gather your thoughts to write them. It's, it's, it's easier to say shit. It's very difficult to write them. So it just became more difficult to me to keep that going in that way. And I noticed that I could only write amazing pieces that I loved when I was on break from T B P and and J. And then this coming break. No, no. So yeah, so that's Ms. Vixen podcast. So I was thinking of other ways to keep the... Space Alive, the Ms. Vixen Space Alive. So I'm like, oh, since podcasting is easier for me than writing at this point, why not just make Ms. Vixen podcast? So I made a podcast. I have three seasons of it. And if you're listening to this, you've listened to those seasons. And I thank you and I appreciate you for that. I didn't make another podcast to have two podcasts. I made another podcast because I wasn't writing anymore. I wasn't writing about the things I wanted to write about anymore, so I figured I'd do it in an audio form and have an audio place where that exists. But in that process, I also realized for a lot of years, I was editing Tea with Queen and J podcast myself, and then Mix Vixen. Um, The third season, half of it I didn't edit, but all of the other things I edited myself, and then for many, many, many years, I was editing Tea with Queen and Jay and I'm at a point where I hate editing audio. It's not fun anymore. It's not new. When I first started Tea with Queen and Jay, I liked editing because it was new. I like learning new things. I like teaching myself new skills. You know, if you you know my name, I'm into self improvement and self development or whatever the fuck people like to call it. So it was fun in the beginning, but then after a while it was not. I hated it. I actually still hate it. I do not like editing audio. And during this break from Tea with Queen and Jay, I have delved into YouTube, and I really like it. Um, I like that it isn't as, not to say podcasting is formal, but I think because you are giving someone an audio experience, there's just so much more work to it to me. Like, no, you don't have to do anything to look visually Appealing to people, but there's just so much you have to explain. And with video, I can just show you what the fuck I mean, and I don't have to go deep into explaining. And that's something I'm not really a fan of, unless it's in writing. Even when it comes to my personal life, when I'm talking to people, I'm not going in depth explaining something because it's just not a characteristic of mine. I'm very direct and short when I speak. That's just that's just me. And it was not was it is something that is not my strong suit. And I don't know if that's supposed to be a strong suit, but that's not how I talk. I'm not I don't I don't do all of that talking around stuff to get to the point. I just like to just get to the point. And I feel like on YouTube it allows me to do that because I can use visuals to support those things. And then also, I don't like doing long content like really long because I do think that you lose people like you lose people lose the point like they'll stay because they enjoy you and that's cool you know it's a cool experience but if I am you know educating and I want you to leave with a new idea or point um I think it should be a Nothing I like it better when it's a little more concise I like it better In small doses um, Because that's the way I learn Like, And I, I think about when I was in school I always preferred I'm thinking college I always preferred the classes that were like an hour I've had lecture classes Where they were two hours Those, gone, lose me And I don't really Like making content Like that And I think YouTube, although there are people on YouTube who be having some long ass fucking videos, I'm just not that bitch. But I think YouTube allows that. You don't really have a lot of podcasts that are eight minutes. (laughs) Um, It's just, just not the standard. But that can exist on YouTube in that way. Also, there isn't like a culture of like weekly, every week, every week, Same day, or every two weeks, same day. I could just post a video when I feel like it. So I like the freedom there. And then there's some newness there for me because I'm learning how to do video editing, editing, which has been fun to learn and play with and find different things to do to make the videos look cooler. So it's still fun for me. So I think that is where makes fixing will remain and live in a youtube space and i know that there are people who just prefer podcasts and there's people who just prefer youtube and i you know totally get that you will still get me in podcast form but to with keenan j i just think i should do what i enjoy more i think i should do what feels more like fun to me and not work I think I should do, actually, where I'm seeing the most return. The growth on YouTube is just so quick, um, you know, um, so I like that, and yeah, and that's the path that I'm going to take with Mythvixen. I will still do writing, but it will be, you know, less, but I, I do like that I will have something more flowing with Mythvixen on YouTube, and then I feel that, that would allow me to still do the other things I want to do, which is I do want to actually have a real life magazine, like in your hand magazine. Um, At some point I want to do like a quarter, you know, quarter magazine type of situation. And that's probably something I can do if I build the funding and funding usually comes with a following and It's been very difficult for me to build a following With McVixen Using the mediums that I used before Which was writing and podcasting Um, But I do believe that I can build that following By using YouTube as the medium To get the idea that Black women and femmes are the standard and not the exception I think I'll do a way better job with that in that space youtube is not easy i understand that youtube is not for the faint of heart either because i already be seeing some ridiculous comments but i feel like if i've survived (laughs) decades on twitter um that i could I, i can i could deal with youtube at my big age you know so what i plan to do with the podcast because like i said everything Unfortunately, because of capitalism, everything is about the money, right? So I pay hosting fees to keep the podcast up. And I don't gotta like that, yo. So what I'm going to do is leave the episodes up until October. Um, And then I'm going to take all of them down. And then I will use... My website hosts to archive those episodes So they will live somewhere and it will be accessible But it'll be somewhere that is free Um So that it's just more cost efficient for me Because I, I don't got it Mix Vixen does not make a lot of money I do not have a lot of patrons I literally average about 20 patrons That's like the most I've ever had When it comes to Mix Vixen in the whole life of it So yeah, I have to do what's makes sense I have to do what's sustainable I have to do what I enjoy I have to prioritize myself in this process And I'm never going to abandon Mixed And it's going to exist as long as I exist Because I really um, am dedicated to the message And I'm really dedicated to carving out that space For myself and other black people who feel that way as well but I got to do it in a way that works. And I got to do it in a way that makes sense. And I got to do it in a way that I can sustain. I it's, It was just incredibly unsustainable for me um, in written form and in podcasting form. So YouTube is where it's going to be. YouTube is where it's going to live. And then we'll see what happens down the line there. But I didn't want to just take the episodes down and it's like, yo, girl, what the the hell you doing so i wanted to talk to you all about it so you you know so you know what's going on and all of that i'm also recording this on september 14th which is the day after my birthday so happy birthday to me am right but one thing that i do on my birthday for me my birthday is new years right so i do celebrate November, not November, what the hell, what are you talking about? I do celebrate January first, like the rest of not the rest of the world, but like most people, I don't remember what calendar that's called, but I do do that, but for me, my new year is actually on my birthday because that is the full year for me um and I always think about I always do inventory of my life on my birthday, what to keep, what to let go, um who am I gonna be for this new year. What am I going to work on? What stays the same? So I'm was doing a lot of that already in preparation for my birthday. Like I said, I thought I thought to do this last month because I'm like that. And you, if you listen to the episodes, you know I'm very into doing things intentionally, um, doing things based on how I feel, doing things based on what feels good. I do not like pushing against things. I do not like forcing things to work. If it's going to work, it's going to work. And if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. I'm not exuding force to make things fit, to make them right. I'm not doing any of that. I've never done that. And the times that I felt I'm... The times I feel I'm supposed to or... um, When I do try to align with what the world says about, you know, um, persevering and all that resilience shit, like, I never fucked with that. That never was my thing. Like, I'm not, if you don't want me in your space, then bye, bitch. Or if this is not the job for me, then okay. Like, I'm not competitive. I'm not trying to win. Like, that's just never been Things that were important to me. And for a long time, I would try to make those things important. I would try to make those things matter. I would try to live the way everyone around me seemed to be living and doing and existing. And that's just not me. And I don't want to be fake. And I don't want to do what doesn't come natural to me ever again. And I'm not taking that into this new year of life. I'm not. Life is too short. I've experienced a lot of loss in the past two years. So it's like, no, I'm literally only doing what the fuck I want. And that's it. Like, literally, that's it. You can't convince me otherwise. I'm very decisive. And that's one thing I love about myself is that I'm very decisive and so much of my life people have tried to make that a flaw of mine, my decisiveness, my um unwillingness to um push against shit. Like I I that's just not <laughs> that's just not me and when I say push against it, I'm not talking about Pushing against something, to me, is different from dismantling something. Those are two different things. Um, dismantling is taking something apart. And pushing is just allowing something still to s- exist the way it is. But I just move it a little bit. I don't know. That's not my shit. I want to dismantle shit. I want to dismantle shit so I can exist the way I want to exist. And that's just what it is. And making these changes was a part of that you know purging is another thing i do when my birthday comes and i wanted to make sure i usually purge physical things so clothes whatever um go through my apartment get rid of shit that i know that if i haven't used something in the whole since my last birthday i haven't even touched it it don't need to be in my house anymore so i do stuff like that and i was like i need to do that with my workload You have a full-time job you have an amazing podcast, he with Queen and Jay, that's basically a full time job. And you still wanna do Mix Vixen. Something has to go. You something has to go. You gotta make a system that's sustainable or you're gonna fucking you're gonna be dismantled. You're gonna fall apart. So that is my decision to have Mix Vixen be a platform on YouTube. And then as that grow, I can do the things that I've always wanted to do. I do want to continue doing workshops. I used to do them before, but I want to wait until I have the actual funding to make those types of things sustainable. So I'm going to pull back and not try to do all of the things at I want. Just do one piece really, really well so that I can build, so that I can get to the other pieces, you know. I don't expect this I'll be honest, I never went into this to um, be rich. I I do. I don't know anymore, but I did want to be a full-time creator. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I'm not sure about that at this moment, but I wasn't trying to fucking be rich. And I also was not in this space to be chose. There are a lot of creators who are in this space so that, this network will hire them or so that this radio station will hire them so that this other entity will hire them. And that's not my thing. I don't, That beco- it becomes more like work to me and I don't like work. Work is whack. Work would kiss my ass. So I'm gonna keep work, work, <laughs> and keep this space. Keep Ms. Vixen, keep TV and J. The place where I can be creative and like a hundred percent dead ass be myself, you know. But yeah, I just want you to. I'm just excited for you to be on this journey with me. Um, I do want to share some other intentions that I have for myself for this next year in my life. If you don't mind sticking around and listening. Um, So a few things. And patrons know this because I have a whole series on the Patreon podcast talking about my body and fat phobia and how I didn't realize how fat phobic I was until I like gained 40 pounds and a lot of the things that I thought didn't exist in me actually did. I'm not going to really go into that um, because it's on Patreon for a reason. And if you're not a patron, that's on you um but yeah so one of my intentions was to incorporate movement more um it's necessary like i feel so stiff like i've never not been able to move and i feel like i can't move at all so i'm trying to I'm not trying i am incorporating my movement which has been which has been good which has been good Another intention that I have for myself is I want to work on my empathy. I'm not hugely empathetic. (laughs) Um, I don't know if people, like, understand how much I don't care. And it's like, it's not... Like, I wish I could explain it. It's really hard. I even tried to explain it to my therapist. But, like, when I say I don't care, <laughs> like, I actually need it. Like, it's not, like, a dismissive thing. It's not, like, a emotional, like, trying to just, you know, front so that I don't know. I really don't care about a lot of the things you motherfuckers care about. And I know that's not a flaw, um, but it's... A lot of times I just don't feel connected to a lot of motherfuckers, even even friends, even family. I just do not feel connected to y'all motherfuckers because I don't give a shit about things, <laughs> a lot of things. Um, so I don't say I want to work on empathy. I just want to explore what the fuck that is, actually, because y'all be caring about shit. Then I'm just like, so like I don't. Get it. I just want to explore what that is because that's something I've always struggled with, and something that's always made me feel like a little othered, a little like I'm on the outside, and y'all are like in a circle together, and I don't quite understand what y'all are doing. Um, yeah, I just always kind of feel outside of whatever the norm is or whatever. Yeah, whatever the norm is. Whatever that thing is, I always feel outside of it because I generally don't give a shit about what the fuck y'all be caring about. So it's, I don't know. But I want to explore what that is. And then another intention that I have, um, and I'm going to call this a superficial intention, is I really, really, really love decorating my apartment. I really, really, really love making where I live this beautiful place to come home to. And this year I wanna like finish it. Like all of the things that I've wanted to do in my apartment, I planned to do. Like my office. I still have some stuff in here that I wanna complete. Um, my bedroom, like each room in my apartment is supposed to like have a, a not really a different feel, but no room looks the same. Like, uh, my bedroom is supposed to look like a little more resort, and then my office is like a little not a little, but like a maximalist <laughs> space. And then, you know, like I've described my style as a maximalist because I don't like a lot of shit, but I do like a lot of color and decoration and whatever. So, it's as if, yes. Everything is, yes, there's a lot of stuff, but everything has a purpose. Nothing in my house is here for no reason. Um, so that's why I describe it as like a maxis, maximalist, minimalist style or whatever the fuck. But I want, I want it to be done. I want to do all of the things that I have envisioned for this place. And I will. I will. That is my intention for... Those are my three intentions for the year I only made three Because I think three is achievable And I think it's always um, Smart to under-promise And over-deliver It feels better Feels real good on the confidence Right? When you under-promise and over-deliver When you do it the other way You be feeling fucked up So I don't do that Um, But yeah So enjoy the episodes that are up Up until October Um, And then I'm going to change, then I'm going to take them down and put, archive them on my website, MissVixenMac.com. if you ever wanted to come back and listen to those episodes and subscribe on YouTube. I have the YouTube link in the show notes. Um, Patrons, thank you so much for being a patron. I appreciate you. You are why I'm able to... Do some of the things that I've done. You have the money that you have contributed has helped keep the website up, has helped keep the freaking podcast feed up. There's a lot of other little pieces, little things that I do um, on the administrative end that is just helpful um, to have funds for that that aren't coming out of my pocket. Almost everything comes out of my pocket, but it is nice to have that little hundred dollars a month um, to ease some of that off, you know, but I have to make this sustainable. So I have to cut the overhead of mixed Vixen. And this podcast feed is, is one of the things that I have to do. It is what it is. I can host for free on YouTube, you know, um, just makes sense. Um, so thank you for being a podcast listener, being a part of the podcast fan, I hope you join me on YouTube. Um, I have lots of videos there. I think I have like 17. It's, it's cute over there. I got like 800 and something subscribers or whatever. It's cute. Come over. <laughs> All right, lady y'all.